Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Ride Boundless Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Ride Clean. Ride Clean is an ultra premium polish, wash, and sealer. Simple to use. Simply shake, spray, and wipe, and your bike looks like a million bucks. It does give you a mirror-like finish. It is made in the USA. If you use promo code RB Podcast, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping anywhere in the US. That's rideclean.co promo code RB Podcast. What an awesome episode. I shot down to Roland Sands and sat down with Roland, and man, this guy is cool. What he designs, what he makes, the, the name, everything about him is awesome. Uh, one of the highlights that, that made me excited to meet him is. I've been a fan of the brand for for a long time. I've had a jacket for, I don't know, seven, eight years. And it's just so functional and so cool. And the longer I have it, the better it gets. And this is what everything he makes is like. I mean, parts, helmets, motorcycles. I mean, anything this guy touches, it, it turns to gold. To sit down with him and have the conversation we had, which was all over the place, thanks to me, because his office is so cool. Um, it was, it was an honor and it was so fun. We laughed our asses off. We, we, I mean, the whole conversation was a roller coaster. So without further ado, here we go. Roland, thank you for having me. I love your shop, man. Oh, thanks for coming out. Absolutely. I, I got invited here first with, um, actually, like just a few weeks ago uh, with BMW when you guys were launching the R, R18 uh, yeah. test rides. Yeah, so yeah, I right before Christmas. Yeah. Right, right before Christmas. So I checked it out, got a tour around the shop, and, and the places. It's you, you should have a warning sign of, like, be cautious because you're going to buy a lot of shit. Like, I, I left. I seriously left. Just visiting, I probably bought, like, six, seven hundred dollars worth of stuff. Appreciate that. Thanks yeah, for the support. Of course, man. Yeah. Of course. How are you dealing with uh, with the new New Year's and business and COVID and the Capitol building? Uh, man. What's going on? This is, today specifically is a pretty crazy day. You know, I mean, there's been a lot of lead up to this day. Right. The sixth and certifying the election and all that so you know i i don't know man i i i definitely have forgot about it a lot over christmas yeah and i think a lot of us did and then it's kind of all coming to a head today which is just i don't know man i just want to get back to work man i just want to yeah. like get focused on business and get focused on moving the motorcycle industry forward and you know we all get spiraled up on all this political bullshit, like now more than ever. Right. I mean, it, no matter what, everyone's got a political opinion. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. right now. More, more than ever. More than ever. Yeah. Like, like multitudes more than ever. Why, why, why do you, I mean, I mean again, I, I know you're just a regular guy and you just make amazing shit, but, but why, why, what would you, what's the reason behind it that you think of why everybody's paying attention so much and everybody's so strongly opinionated? Social media, man. Social. I mean, it is true. Yeah, we're being fed all this information. We have our cell phones that are in front of our faces all the time. We're constantly inundated being and being fed. Like, if you <laughs> keep your mouth open, you're gonna you're gonna get some shit in your mouth. You know, like yeah. yeah. And we're all kind of in that situation right now. I mean, I I have really focused on not paying as much attention to social media over the past but, like six months. But they force it. 
But they force they, they it. They force it. You ever, yeah. We all got the notification right I, now. Capitol building being attacked. Like, what? I'm not on Facebook, but the people around me are. That's awesome. And so they That's talk amazing. to me about that. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And I've kind of peeled off of Instagram, too. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm happier without it, which is hard to say. I mean, like, it's a great way for us to get our message out and talk to people and tell stories and things like that. And just kind of like, if you don't have that portion of your business on lock you know, the marketing portion of it on social media or, or just your ability to get to people without like a newspaper or a magazine or television, yeah. you know, um, you're not really doing business these days. So we're kind of forced into it. But personally, I've been trying to rotate off of it. Um, you know, and I, it's just, I, maybe it's because, uh, I think it's because of my kids because I have two young children uh, and, how old and are they? they're three and five. Nice. You know, and I, I'm just, I was noticing how much attention I was paying to my phone rather than them. And I just, I want, I need to pay attention to them. I want to spend time with them. And that's, that become more important. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's very important. Uh, you know, I, I have a two year old right now and I, I don't fuck around with my phone as much, but I do catch myself that if something does, if it's a message I'm getting involved with or a phone call or I slip into that Instagram feed of like, oh, bikes, 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 or whatever it is. Yeah. The then, death scroll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, 10, 15 minutes and, and you know, the little guy's jumping off a couch or jumping off the table or hanging off a chandelier. And you're like, oh, shit, you know, because they're, 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 they're at that age where it's like they're yeah. that quick. Yeah. You know, what is it? The terrible twos coming up? Oh, yeah. No, you, you're in for it. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard it's terrible twos, terrible threes, terrible fours. It definitely goes past the twos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, my kids, my kids are hilarious. They entertain me all the time. Yeah. So even though they can be wild animals, like a lot of the time I'm just laughing. <laughs> yeah. So that's all. Awesome. No, yeah. I, I have, I have a great, um, I, I got a question cause, cause I, I love spending time with, with my little boy. Love it. And, and I see how people act when you go to places and there's kids. And I, I always, I always feel that like people treat pets or dogs better than kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, like somebody can walk in somewhere with a pet and yeah. they're like, oh, and then you go to like a store or something with a baby and people are like, what are you doing here with your baby, man? Like, especially now the supermarket, you know, but yeah, put a mask on yeah, that thing. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. hey, calm the fuck down. But, but yeah. I, I, I feel, especially in LA that the people are like they they're afraid or like ah kids yeah oh yeah for sure for sure you I see mean, that you know i mean i like i like kids i think kids are like i mean i see somebody with a with a baby and i usually say hi yeah you know or i'll wave to kids i always wave like, to kids cool. yeah. yeah and I, I mean i'm used to like kids coming in here and being super stoked on all the bikes and everything so i try to engage people that have kids yeah but you know i mean you know how it is when you jump on an airplane yeah, well, you know how it You're is when, like, you, when you used to jump on airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, dude, what's an airplane? What's yeah? Oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah, when CDs and records. I remember that. Yeah. But you know, when you jump on an airplane and you're surrounded by kids, you're kind of like, oh, I, I, fuck. I, I, I get that scenario. But I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, like, I'd walk into a bank and it'd be like, uh, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> like for or, or one more example, and I'll jump off this kid's subject because because this is how much I enjoy spending time with my kid. That I yeah, get, I, get oh, I could talk about it for hours, but yeah, like I went to um, I was I was in Dubai, and Dubai is, I mean, it's crazy. Number one, it's 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 amazingly awesome, and number two, it's so family friendly. Like you you go to a mall, they have one mall that has a ski resort inside the mall where you can go snowboarding, skiing. 
there's a there's a, a snow village where the kids can play and make snowmen and slides and tires. And then you go to another mall and it has a full aquarium. And the aquarium you can walk through it and they have like a tunnel. You get on a raft and go on top of it. You can what? go scuba diving in it. And then after that, it exits to a little jungle gym, or not a jungle gym, a jungle, where you could see fucking owls, and you could see all kinds of shit. And everywhere you go, there is a place for your kids to have fun and hang out and you know, activities, you know, ski rings and everything. And I don't, I don't see that here anymore, you know. And same thing, I was in Russia, and Russia, same thing. You have a bunch of places where you could take your kids and do activities and do stuff. It's like, it's like everything here is, you know, for the adults, and, you know, your kids have to stay home. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially now with the whole yeah. COVID thing. But this is something I've seen, you know, yeah. for, for years now. Yeah, you know, we're pretty fortunate. We have some pretty amazing parks by our house for kids. And they've been updating them and doing some really cool stuff. Yeah. Like kids can play there for hours. But, yeah, you go to the mall. I mean, what are kids going to play with? What, yeah, what, there's nothing for them at the mall. <laughs> yeah. A fucking ski resort, bro. Inside of a mall, a ski resort, bro. I'm talking, it has a lift. Do you just like leave your kids and like go shopping and come back? And they're like, hey. you, you can, yeah. They, yeah. They, you check in, they put on this uh, snowsuit. You yeah. Know, you rent that out and yeah. you just go, okay, you know, have fun. In the desert. In the desert, inside of a mall. <laughs> Anyways, bro, I want to hear about how you got into motorcycles. Uh, I know you've been racing. I've been, I've been watching a lot of your stuff online and, and your story, but you know, for my listeners, um, when did you get into motorcycles? Was your family a big part of motorcycles? You know, yeah, what, yeah. What, I mean, what's the story? Um, dude, I was just born into it. You know, like my dad was into bikes, actually from a fairly young age. From from the time he was, I think probably fifteen. You know, he was like building little uh, little scooters. You know, putting a lawnmower engine in a bicycle and things like that when he was a kid. That's and, awesome. You know, so he's always been into it, and and that kind of turned into him building custom forks for motorcycles and um, for like choppers and things like that. And then guys were building big motors. So we started building disc brake systems and that became, you know, performance machine, which was my dad's company. Oh, I, I yeah. didn't know that. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So ah. <laughs> I mean, That's dude, awesome. I, I've spent my entire life around two wheels. It's just, you know, for me, like it, it was, like riding a bike, I guess you say, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just literally. something that's, it's something that's been with me since the beginning. So I've been surrounded by a lot of really interesting people, right. um, you know, from racers to customizers and, um, all types of different two wheeled creations from, you know, back in the day, my dad used to build movie bikes. Remember, uh, Nighthawk. Yeah. 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 He built the, uh, the Nighthawk bikes that's back in the day. Insane. Yeah. Bob Corral jet bikes and streamliners and sand dragsters and, flat trackers and and you saw all racers oh yeah that is so fucking insane yeah that's amazing yeah so it's uh so you you've been living the dream your whole life yeah you know i guess so i mean for some people i mean for me it's definitely work yeah you know i mean because but it's it's something it's something you like it's something i enjoy it yeah yeah which is which is another thing that i've been watching your videos a lot you know uh you had an interview with a guy i think eric eric something seven years ago eight years ago and the way you were talking, you know, it's it's pretty impressive because you say a lot of stuff that like you hear now that's cliche, like you know, like I don't have competition, or I don't pay attention to my competition, or if it gets my attention, I try to make it better, or yeah. if they copy it, you know, I just change it. Like you, you have this mentality that's like you have a wisdom that where did that come from, you know? Because now people talk about it, but appreciate you, that. But when I saw <laughs> when I'm looking at these videos, I'm looking like seven years, eight years, ten years. Yeah, like this guy had you know some good 
guidance? Um, I mean, my dad was always just a great person to talk to about things, and he always did things his way, you know? Yeah. So I saw somebody who was successful and was successful implementing what they thought was the right thing to do. Didn't really, not to say he didn't ask anybody, he just didn't ask for permission for certainly. And it wasn't like he was looking at other people to lead his decision making about what he wanted to create. Right. Um, I mean, he leaned on us because we were, you know, I was a bike builder, I was a designer, I was a racer. We had a really cool crew at the shop at that time who were creative people. And so, you know, you got to lean on the people around you. But in order to do that, you have to surround yourself with decent human beings. Like, yeah. number one, people who are creative people who are just good humans, you know? And that's, I mean, that's rule number one. Yeah, go-getters, people doing yeah. stuff with their life. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, I always kind of look like, you know, who I was communicating with? Who am I communicating with? Who am I talking to? You know, who do I want to talk to? Who do I want to learn from? And then but, I'd reach but, out. But, but that's, you see, that, that, that's amazing. And, and, and everybody should have that common sense, but they don't have that common sense. My question to you is, where did you learn? Like, did you have a moment in your life feeling like, fuck, I'm surrounding myself with good people or shitty people. I got to change this or keep this? Or was it something that your, your father taught you, you know, growing up like, hey, son, like, you know, don't, these people will get you nowhere. These people, you got to surround yourself with good people. Like, where did that come from? Because you speak of it. And I've heard you speak of it previously. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck, man, that's wise. And and I think, you know. I don't want to be, I don't want to be broke. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be broke. Yeah. I mean. So you're aware of your surroundings kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know, motivation's a weird fucking thing. Right. You know, and I don't want to say I'm, I don't want to say I'm inherently lazy, like, but in some ways I am. And, right. and so for me, I find that I have to like, I have to get motivated. I got to motivate myself. You know, and sometimes that isn't the most natural thing for me. Sometimes I just rather just fucking go do exactly what I want to do at that time, you know. And, and fortunately for me, what I want to do oftentimes aligns with what works in business. And I think that's that's probably a pretty rare thing yeah. um, for, for a lot of people. But I think it's not rare for people who are successful, you know, as entrepreneurs, because, I mean, it's pretty hard to get up every day and do something you don't enjoy just to make money. Right. You know, and if that's your goals, like, I just want to make money, well, fuck, good luck, good you luck, know? Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to stay that motivated. So fortunately for me, I have, like, a something I really enjoy doing, you know, two wheels, and I get to apply my expertise across, like, a lot of different ways. I mean, whether it's apparel or hard parts or events, custom bike builds, you know, I get to be involved in all those things. And for me, I'm a bit of, like, I'm, I can be a little bit ADD, but I call it functional ADD, you know? Right. It's just like I go from item to item, and luckily I have... Well, there's always something to keep you busy. Always. You know, there's like the race coming up, there's this event coming up, there's this show coming up. Like, there's always... Fuck, I guess, yeah, you were just kind of doing what you like and... Doing what I like and... walking the right direction. Yeah, and you just got to keep finding that that motivation to do it every day, you know, which is hard sometimes, because sometimes I literally just want to go garden, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I want to go like have a farm somewhere. Right. You know, or like go, I don't know what, just do something that just occupies my mind in the most simplest way. Like it's weird. Like the joy you get out of life sometimes, sometimes you get an incredible amount of joy from simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. And from the simple things. Yeah. Most of us, most of us have a hard time grasping that. I, 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 when you say that, I think of, um, 
of Dave Chappelle back in the days when he was just like, I don't want to live in any city, you know, and he, he moved to Tennessee or something in yeah. a farm and yeah. his family was living in a farm. He was like, Dave Chappelle is in a farm. Like this guy's loaded. And he's like, I just like farm life, you know, like that's it. Sometimes you want to do simple shit. Dude, the simple shit's dope, man. I mean, yeah. people forget about that. That's where, where we get distracted. We're, we're like in this, we're, it's a fake world. We're fucking spooled up, bro. Like all of us, yeah. you know, like across the board, we're spooled up. We have so much input and information. And like, I know we're supposed to talk about fucking motorcycles, but like, I like, I got hip to anything, man. I got hip to this guy, Wim Hof. Yeah. Wim Hof's badass, man. You know him. Fuck yeah. The Iceman. Yes. Of course. So I'm on like, not that I've only been doing it for two weeks. All the, all the breathing exercises, the breathing exercises and the cold showers He's and stuff. He's amazing. He's broken like 27 or 28 world records. Oh yeah. You know, they put like a fucking, um, a virus in his body and yeah. his breathing. E. Coli. Yeah. It was it. Yeah. E. Coli. Yeah. And, and he beat it just with his breathing techniques. And you know that the alkaline. Yeah. And fucking insane. And He's, then he brought in like 20 people to do the exact right. same and thing to prove it wasn't right. just him. Right. And right. man, yeah, and, 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 he, and he proved it. He proved yeah. he can train it, that he's not a special, you know, being, that he's just a guy that figured it out after his wife died, right? That's when he started getting into, I think he lost his wife. Oh, fuck, I don't remember what to, so I won't say. But after that, that's when he was just like, in the snow, you know, just for <laughs> fucking hours. And he was like, what the fuck? Climbing you know, a mountains, just, dude, in yeah, his shorts. Mount Everest fucking yeah. and, and flip-flops and yeah. crazy shit like that. No, Wim, Wim Hof is is amazing. I think he did eight, nine hours in an ice tank, just in ice with shorts. Yeah, broke you know, the world record for, like, longest record. ice bath. Because, like, modulated his temperature, dude. Yeah. With his, just his just own his physiology. Yeah. yeah. Just, just practicing yeah. a bre- his own breathing techniques, and, and it's funny because my 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 wife, when we did um when we found out you know she couldn't breathe and she started worrying about this whole COVID thing, like oh this shit is real now because I can't breathe. First thing she defaulted to, she paid for the Wim Hof app. I think it's like fifty or eighty bucks a month, and just getting these exercises in there. She's like, we we got to do the Wim Hof treatment, you know, because yeah, this is natural. I don't trust medicine and blah 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 blah. That's when I hit it too, man. Is that really? Yeah, no, I <laughs> oh, got the fucking COVID over Christmas. Yeah, and uh, then I was just like sitting there, just I mean, I wasn't sick or anything, like a little bit. And yeah, you said your your body, a little few body aches. I had body pains, but I was trying to keep away from the kids because they all tested negative, and yeah. the wife tested negative, and. So I just had a lot of time on my hands, and I, I got in. I definitely dove deep on, on the Wim Hof and the breathing method. And then I was kind of like, well, dude, if I can do this breathing method, I'm not going to have any issues with my lungs. I started right. doing it, and it made me feel amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it, like it'll full, get, full it'll, buzz. It'll get you, yeah, it'll get you lightheaded. And yeah. A little fucked up when, when you start getting, especially yeah. like 15 minutes in, you're like, what the fuck's going on? But when you get past that, you yeah. feel good. You feel good. You yeah. buzz like like I, you're vibrating. I found them like two, three years ago, and uh, I, I was I was just I didn't, I didn't I was more fascinated about his story, but I didn't practice it as much. And I saw a few videos, and then I was at like LA Fitness at the swimming pool, and I was like, let me try, you know, <laughs> you know, and I was Do doing the, all the breaths and <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, I was able to do like three laps, and it was like a what. 25 or 50 meter whatever fucking yeah. pool and i was like whoa this shit works you yeah know? i do 40 push-ups like that holding your breath yeah i mean that 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 worked for me and then the craziest thing was like i could hold my breath for three minutes that's cr- three minutes is fucking insane no problem that's just insane a trip i mean i surf a little bit so i kind of had like a little bit of experience with breath holding but um 
Yeah, but it was effortless, and I look forward to it. I look forward to holding my breath, which I hate doing. Right. But I look forward to it because you like reach. Three this minutes is so fucking long. It is a long time. Like, right? We've probably been talking about Wim Hof for three minutes. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> you know. But it doesn't feel like three minutes, dude. It feels I don't know. You, I, I go somewhere else when when I do the do the breathing method, and yeah. it's just it's a nice place to go. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Another guy you might like that I just I just finished this book twice is David Goggins. And and I was going to bring him up right before you brought up Wim Hof because he talks about he has a he has a thing where he talks about fuck uh fuck motivation. You know? And the reason fuck motivation is because you might wake up in the morning and say, you know, like I'm going to go fucking running. You know, I got to lose weight. I'm going to run. I'm going to do this. You can put on your shoes. You're going to put on your shorts. You're going to put on your jacket. You open the door and it's cold. And you're like, oh, I'm not that motivated right now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like it's fucking cold, you know. And and basically his whole thing is like your brain is your enemy. You know, your brain is always looking for comfort. Your brain is always looking for rest. Your brain is always like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do rolling. Don't do that. That's hey, work, bro. Yeah. Relax, bro. Ooh, you don't want to get that heart rate up. Get on the couch, bro. Yeah. Get some coffee. Get a nice meal. Oh, you don't. You don't <laughs> want to have to go back upstairs no, again. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. go upstairs again. Well, just put you a stay bathroom up here. Yeah, rest, yeah. rest, 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 relax. Yeah. And that's your brain. Your brain's like uh, th those guys don't do shit. Hang out with them. That's cool. That's cool, right there. Why are we like that? It, it's it's it, w again. It's our brain, and I think our brain just is is trying to. Our brain doesn't like to be challenged. <laughs> it, it just it, physically it doesn't like to be challenged because after a hard day work you're exhausted and your brain's like well that was exhausting you need a you drink know? you need right. to sit down you need to yeah get Take some a rest. Load off. don't do that again you know and, yeah. and i think it's i think it's um i really think it's the brain is trying to make sure we're, we're very careful you know but the people that break out of that are the people that succeed and the people that challenge their mind, the people that challenge their, you know, their, like, again, David Goggins, he was this fat, you know, guy, just, you know, bottom of, you know, the society. Yeah. And now he became a fucking Navy SEAL. He then became an Army Ranger. He then was in the Air Force, you know, fucking uh, parachute, blah, blah, blah. He beat up the, he beat the pull, uh, pull up record. He did like 14,000 pull-ups or something like that in eight hours. And now anything that he, when his mind, when he feels comfortable, that's what's awkward to him. He needs to do something that's going to challenge him. And as long, if he sits here and he's relaxing, he's like, wait a minute, there, there's something wrong. That's how I feel in business. And, and that's, that's why I was going to bring him up because yeah. when you're talking about motivation or, you know, just fucking like, yeah. you have to do something like. I, I always feel like if I'm, if I'm idling in business, if I don't have like a, a pull to get into the next thing or like, you know, who, who do I need to connect with? Who do I need to put this together with? Who do I need to do this with? Then I start to feel uncomfortable. Like I try it when it comes to things like, you know, keep 15 people employed and paid, you know, like I better be grinding and making sure that, that we have work yeah. and that we have that, that we're moving forward on, on, on all accounts. Yeah. So you, you, so there is a part of your brain that's like, Hey, we, you know, I would really like to just rest, but there's another part of your brain that's like, no, I gotta get, I gotta get shit happening yeah the farmer part of me wants to be like on a farm somewhere like but, but you're not you're here but i'm here you know grinding and like sometimes i'm like what do i do this for you know how do i work every fucking day and um and it's like well and then i look around you know and i look around at all these people that i work with and you know it's <laughs> i don't know like yeah i'm going farm and like how how long would i be stoked doing that i don't know i couldn't answer that 
Maybe yeah, I, maybe I'd dig it for a little while, and I'd be like, dude, I need to get back to doing what I love. Yeah, that that does happen too. Yeah, but fun. maybe maybe you start farming, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just staying here forever. I may, got, a, maybe. I got a friend of mine right now. He just went to Mexico. I'm going for two months. He's been there for six, and now he's staying another six. You know, wow. just just like that. He's like, this is it. This is where I'm going to be at. <sighs> I mean. But he has an online business, yeah, and it's and his business is doing great. So why not? If you can do it, do it. If you can, if you can space out. I mean, the the crew here, they work hard and they're they're pretty self motivated. So I could spend some time away, but it definitely means something while I am here, you know. And we're building a brand new building in Long Beach right now, and nice doubling the square footage of this place. Cause you gonna, you're gonna move out or keep them both. I'm gonna keep this building, lease it. So if anyone's listening to this and they need a yeah. building in Los Alamitos. I got 8,000 square feet for you. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but the new space is cool, and I'm partnering with a good friend of mine. And um, it's it's going to be an incredible, incredible space. Big boat truss buildings, like 30 foot five, 35 foot high ceilings. Whoa. Big mezzanine inside. Um, cool creative space. Great for events. You know, going to be able to do a lot of different stuff. We'll have a little theater in there because my, my partner uh, produces films and, and shorts. And commercials and things like that. Yeah, so, so put a fucking theater in there. He'll be stoked about that. And yeah. he'll be doing more shorts. Yeah. More films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a it's a once in a lifetime project for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, building this place was awesome. This, um, it's such a cool fucking place. I, I love it. It's gonna be super hard to leave this office. Yeah. Like this is like my home. My so home, you my own the base. building. You yeah. just move the business and lease it out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. man, this is awesome. Yeah, it's be hard to leave, but but the new place is a dream location. It's, yeah, it for sure is a dream location. So what what was um, Roland? You, you've been around. I want to say what? Well, you know exactly. Fifteen fifteen years? No, since early two thousands. Uh, been around the the company Roland Sands. Yeah, two thousand five. Two thousand five. What yeah. was the vision then, and what what has it changed? What what has surprised you today? Like the vision was blah blah blah, but I'm. I'm Super 73, so random, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> initially, I was I was a motorcycle racer. Right. Who was forced to design Harley parts to maintain my racing drug habit, <laughs> you know? Like, so you, you were doing it to survive. Racing was heroin, man, and I had, to, I had to keep working and make money for the company in order to go racing for a long time. So it was like I was forced into doing the V-twin stuff. and um, But there was... I would say the job at that time was easy because, you know, there just wasn't that much good stuff out there product wise. And here I had a machine shop so I could design stuff that the machine shop could make. And it was just a matter of like figuring out how to use new tools to cut stuff. And, you know, I got brought in SolidWorks into my dad's company, a 3D design software at the time that nobody in our space was using. No one's using 3D modeling or it was on CAD CAM, which is like 2D design software. So it was like, I got to bring in some of these things that changed the business from like its roots. So we got to create all this new product. I think that set an example for what could be done in the space. And at the, at that time, nobody was doing it like we did it. And we had, a, I mean, dude, I want to say for, you know, for 10 years, no one was really touching us yeah. design wise. We just, cause I was constantly grinding on the design. And just as soon as anyone was like, whoa, what's that? You can make product that looks like that, you know? Then they would get started and we'd be on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And fortunately, and that was when the V-Twin market was just skyrocketing. Right. So we made 
everything. Everything we made, we sold at that time. Right. And the price wasn't an issue. People were, that was in, that was the crest of the wave of decadence yeah. in America. Yeah. I feel. Especially for V-Twins, because yeah. I, I remember back then there wasn't too many companies. There was companies, but there wasn't as many as making parts for, for Harley. Uh, I mean, you had custom chrome, um, P, well, PM, obviously. Arlen S. Arlen S. There, yeah. there was a handful, and then there was like, you know, one windshield clockworks back then. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, it was a handful. And then there was a bunch of companies throughout the U.S. that you never heard of, you know, that making custom parts, but they never kind of grew, and social media wasn't social media. But it was very limited, and then you guys came out around then, and that was, you know, the beginning, right? Yeah, I mean, we were... I was maybe the last, the last magazine published famous bike builder, I guess, you know, at that time. I mean, on paper, on paper, in paper, I was like, well, I was like the last guy. What's paper? I was maybe the last at that time, the last, like, I don't know. I don't want to say famous bike builder is a weird thing to say, but because of the TV thing, yeah, you know, and you couldn't just TV there at that time. There was no social media. There was just. TV and magazines, right. dude. And say, yeah, I remember all the all the, yeah. all the all the Harley shops and bike shops would couldn't wait for the magazine to come in. Yeah, you know, like we were talking about Dean. Dean and I, as soon as we got those magazines, we were like, what the fuck's going on in the world? Yeah, and, you know, it's crazy times. I used to tell the story, man, and now it it's just not that way. Everyone tells everyone tells their own story now. Right. You know, like that's you want to you want to get to the heart of anything or want to know what somebody's about, then you follow what they do and. That's the good thing about social media. The good things about social media. You can tell your own story. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. But you got to be careful what you post, too. Fuck yeah. You got <laughs> as as <laughs> as as, uh, as you know, your individual account or your business account. It's like like some people, some people need to apply for a job and a requirements like, hey, what's your Facebook and Instagram? It's like, uh forget it <laughs> i'm good never you know? mind never mind you know mind. and people get fired you know oh. because of uh you know whatever they post on their on their social people media. get fired because of what their wives post y yeah people get canceled because of shit they didn't even do or say like this Such poor a kid crazy time dude this poor kid um i say poor kid uh, some people will probably be like fuck that he's an asshole but this uh the uh f1 kid who posted a picture of him grabbing some chick's boobs right Okay. I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, they're trying to cancel this kid. He's a brand new kid, you know? Like, um, I guess his dad's a money guy or whatever that helped him get a ride for, I think it was for Haas. It's for Haas. Haas F1. I'm forgetting the kid's name. But they're, just, they're canceling him, man. Because he had his hand on, on a woman's breast. Because he posted a picture or posted in, in a video of him grabbing this model's boob. And the model was cool with it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. she didn't like complain. She, she didn't complain. She was there. Yeah. So he was being a kid. He was being was a being kid. Cool, yeah. And that's it. And now, and now everybody cancel. gets to have an opinion about it. Right. And get and then and then now this kid's racing career is in jeopardy because all these people are like writing and telling Haas not to employ the kid. What the fuck is happening? I mean, wh wh where does it stop? And, and how did it get? It doesn't stop. But how did it get to this fucking point? The genie's know? out of the bottle, man. I mean, you give people any type of, you give random people the control of letting their opinion uh, filter through, filter out throughout the world, you know? Yeah. Someone who doesn't have anything in their life or doesn't, has 
maybe never worked hard for anything, then all of a sudden they get an opinion and they get to affect things. And that cancel culture is born. I mean, it's, it's fucking frightening because there's nobody out there who hasn't done something or said something that somebody else could come after them for. Right. And, and, and roast them. And roast them, yeah. You know, we've all done or said something stupid at some time or another. Had a couple, too many drinks, done something uh, That's dumb. the first thing I'm thinking about. I'm like, fuck, man. The times that I drank and fucked up, you know, 10 uh, years ago, 15 years ago. Woo. I'm like, oof. <laughs> Thank goodness there wasn't Lucky cameras. That, yeah. Oof. You know, because we've done silly shit. And that's part of, this is why we've survived so long. This is why we are who we are. This is We get to make us. mistakes, dude. Of course. We and get we to learn make from mistakes. mistakes. And some mistakes we don't learn from. Some mistakes we learn from. Some mistakes are needed. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the um, fat shaming or bullying. If I don't agree with it, I don't agree with it. But fuck, I don't think Bill Gates would be around if there wasn't bullying. If he didn't get bullied, I don't think he'd be around. I don't think Jeff Bezos. I, I think certain people are like, oh yeah, laugh now. Watch, watch what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna change the world, and they do change the world. Yeah, you know, uh, same thing with the fat shaming. You can't say certain things about fat shaming, but guess what? If, if I'm gaining weight, I want somebody to tell me because if I hear it, I'm like, fuck, man, I really got to hit the gym or I got to cut my carbs. I, I'm going to get mad at my, you know, the, the in-laws. Like, stop bringing so much bread to the house. I'm, I'm trying to do a fucking <laughs> keto diet or whatever. The, like, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. But if nobody tells you, well, then guess what? You're not going to get better. You know, for you, you build a bike part and it sucks. You don't want somebody to be like, oh, bro, everything you make is amazing. No, this sucks. It doesn't work. It's not convenient. It's dumb. It, w- it, would seem that, it would seem that we're training the younger generation to really be weak-minded. Very. I mean. Don't, we, don't, don't they all get trophies, even the losing team? I grew up getting fucking roasted, bro. I was like 5'7", red hair in yeah. high school, you know? Ginger. A, ginger. Yeah. I was a ginger kid. Yeah. I got shredded by my friends and I had to, I had to learn to a be resilient to getting to people talking shit and then to b talk shit back, be intelligent, be smart, right. make people laugh. Right. You got to learn to all your mama jokes and shit. You know, Dude, you got to buy the book. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. There's nothing better than firing back on somebody else and having a room full of people laugh at them. That's the best That's, thing in the world. Yeah. It's like. I mean, that's success. That's hilarious. I remember those yo mama jokes. Yo mama. <laughs> fucking like 300 pages. Yo mama, shit, that's good stuff. And we're putting it right on your hand or something. Your mama's got a glass eye with a fish in it. Yeah, your mama's so skinny she can hang light on a Dorito. Like, <laughs> dumb shit. Like, your mom's so big, she, when she sits in class, she sits next to everyone. Oh, <laughs> your, your mama's house so small she can't even order a large pizza. <laughs> your family's so poor that I, I was going to scratch a booger off the wall. Your mom said, don't take off the family portrait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another one was, uh, your, your, mama's so, your family's so poor I went to your house. I was going to put out a cigarette. Your mom said, don't turn off the heater. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we grew up and now you can't say it like now this this podcast is gonna be canceled now i just i just that's we're it we're canceled that's we're it. canceled we're done dude i i find great hilarity in, in in the people that are able to publicly have a voice and talk shit and use comedy to do it yeah like to me that yeah have you heard do you watch ryan long at all no i, I no. haven't seen him no dude the way he goes at all this stuff is is I think he's on he's on YouTube, Ryan Long, I think. But um, there's just these cats who can talk shit. Yeah, my, my my favorite is uh another ginger cat, uh, Louis C.K. 
Dude. God. <laughs> exactly. Wait, no, he got canceled, right? And he's fucking doing clubs right now with COVID. I'm sure and he's crushing murdering. it. Murdering. I he's would go see Louis C.K. right everybody now. Everybody wants to see Louis C.K. right now, bro. He's the guy. He's the dude. You know, like when he came off on his last one on Netflix, he, he started off talking about abortions. You know, abortions is like taking a shit or it's not. <laughs> if you think it's like taking a shit, it's a shit. But if you don't, it's killing a baby. Like, you know, he, like he's... He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Ryan Long. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I gotta start recording these on video. He does uh he does one called uh conservative versus what no, uh ra- woke versus racist. Okay. And it is it's fucking hilarious. I'm you got gonna, a woke guy and a racist guy and they're 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 uh, it's it's a comedy, obviously, but they're they're just comparing like the two things side by side. Right. And he's like uh, what does the guy say? Well, people of color. He's like, well, we call them colored people. Yeah. You know? And like, and what? they're just observe, And they're, they're like, yeah, I mean, whoa. Like we, like racism is the difference between putting one word in front of the other. Right. And changing it. It doesn't have to do with the intent. It's like, it's like has to do with what somebody dictates is the right thing you can or can't say. Yeah. Which is like part of like. Or how you say it. How you say yeah, it. How yeah, how you yeah. say it. When, when you say it. The tone you say it. You know. And it's so, it's fucking tough because it's like, I mean, I mean, racism's fucking lame, you yeah. know? I mean, there's plenty of reasons to hate people based on their individual shit. Yeah. Not based upon like a group of, you know, oh, I'll put you over in this group and I hate that group. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I hate lazy people, you yeah. know? And if I can group them up and be like, you're all lazy, don't leave me the fuck alone. You guys are lazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like people that don't like to work. You know, if you're Chinese and it so happens that you don't like to work, guess what? I don't like you either, you know, but <laughs> you know, what, what is that? It wasn't because you're Chinese, you know, it's because yeah. you know, you're not working. You're not doing your certain things. But, yeah, it, it's it's all gray and they take it black or white, you know. And this is, I, you know, in Miami, in Miami, the N-word was used for everybody. You know, for everybody, if you're white, they would say the N-word. If you're black, they would say the N-word. If you're Cuban, you know, my, my nationality is Cuban. If you're Cuban, N-word. Everybody said it. It was just, you know, hey, what's up, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like, what? <laughs> In school. And then I came to California, and that's when I was like, oh, that's real bad. In Miami, I had no idea. But that's the norm. When I came back to California, I was like, oh, you can't say this word. This is really bad. This is, this is racist. Oh, because <laughs> in Florida, Cubans could say it? And in Florida, everybody says everybody it. could say everybody it, and it was it. no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Even yeah. even today, even today, I, I, I uh, my friend's son is uh, they're they're Colombian. He's light skin, very light skin, like green eyes, and and he says it, you know. And today, you know, and in Florida, it's it, it's accepted. In California, it's regionally <laughs> it's regionally accepted. I, I think you'll get arrested in California, oh, like dude. It could be bad, yeah. Yeah, you'll get a ticket, yeah. arrested, handcuffed. Yeah, you, you got to be careful what you say out here. How how um how this? I mean, I don't want to ask about issues with the brand and and having issues with people, but how how have you had any issues with your brand and what people think about it or anything? No. Man, we sidestepped sidestep the whole thing, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, straight out like we. I just sidestepped the whole thing. It was, I mean, for me, maybe it's because I'm just I. I have never taken like uh, any type of like I, I just have sidestepped the political bias or like what side of the fucking fence I'm on, you know, and you know whoever's this and that. I I just kind of stayed away from it publicly. 
You know, I have my opinions, but I do know this, and I know that um, my opinions change. Right. My opinions rotate. Well, that's that's what a smart person would say. A smart, an educated, smart person would say, my, my opinion changes. My opinion changes. It does. You know, and, and I You want have certain information. Tomorrow you have new information. You go, oh, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. 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 I mean, the world's that way. Of course. And, and, and that's the problem with, with, with what happens with you know, the president of the United States or any person, any public speaker. If they say something, it's like, oh. And then later on, if they say, you know what? We have new information. It's not that. My bad. It's over. And it's like they, they fight and riots and this, that. And it's like, no, we should be like, yo, that's cool, man. Thank you for stepping up and, and bringing out the right information. Yes, yeah. information changes daily. Yeah, but yesterday he said, yeah, but he has new information today. And it changes daily. So I, I, I like that. I mean, truth. Fuck to say truth is malleable, but I mean, it's a perspective these days, you know, and like we're we're fed so much information. It's like it's our job now to like f to be the filter for our own headspace. Yeah. And it's and it's impossible. It's, it's important to be a filter for f the shit that you let out in the world to the people around you, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, just if and the one way to know that if you're going down, if you think you're going down the wrong, wrong road or something like that, if your opinion and all your information only comes from one fucking place then you're probably, like, going down the wrong road. Right. You yeah, know? if it's coming from... I get that. Yeah, if it's coming... And if you refuse to listen to the other side at all in any way, shape, or form... Yeah. Then... That's, that's what I was telling you about the, the, yeah. the, the guy that I know right now. It, it's just... I, I came to the conclusion that I can't even have a conversation. Once I was like, okay, so the only thing you pay attention is Washington Post. He's like, Washington Post. I go, okay, well, this is blah, 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 and here's the article from the Washington Post. But... Because he didn't like that message, he goes, that's bullshit. Your phone's, like, fucking set up to, like, pull up. I'm like, get the phone. Bro, we're done. We're <laughs> done, bro. Like, 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 wait a minute. Time. <laughs> My phone, what? That's, that, that, that's, that's where I realize how far people are getting brainwashed. And, and people are, are getting so deep that there's, yeah. there's no coming back. And, and I, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe there. May, I don't know. I mean, I look at everybody, and I say it's not too late for anybody because – Guess what? Like, I don't know. I think sometimes you're going to you're going to hit the bottom in some way, shape or form. And then you're just going to be you're either going to go fucking crazy or going to be like, this is all bullshit anyways. I mean, like anybody who thinks that one side's right and one side's wrong and that's the fucking way it is. You're fucked up. Yeah. The world's not that way right now, man. The I world's know, I, not I, I that know, way. But there's there's things supporting that thought. And, and, and I and trust me, I have seen people fail miserably. And and you would be like, okay, let me give him let me give him my hand and help him up, and they're still looking at shit on their social media like, ah, fuck you, don't help me, don't help me, I'll stay here, I'll stay here, ah, I want to be in my I want to be in this misery and anger and, art. <laughs> <laughs> and and misery loves company and they can yeah. find it. That's the thing, you can find it. Like, you, know, you can you can find the story that you want told to you. You can search for that 100%. story. You can type it right into the search bar. And then, it's hilarious. And yeah. you get the information that you're looking for. Yeah. It comes right back. I, I, can, I, can, I can find an article saying black hoodies are super gay, you know, and I'm wearing <laughs> a black hoodie, you know, or you can find one that says it gets all the girls, you know, girls like yeah. guys with, you know, hazel eyes and black hoodies and old that say Harley, you know, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> and then you could, you could find whatever the fuck you want. Really? I mean, oh. what can't you find? You could find whatever you want. We can we can Google your cup, and we can find a million things about that fucking cup. 
And you it's know, all bullshit. The weird thing is that I can take a picture of this cup and I can enter that picture into the internet. Yeah. And it will bring up more pictures of a cup just like this. Yeah. Probably you, take did, me did to the, where you can purchase the cup. Did you download the, um, did you download the, uh, what should we call it? The, um, what are these called? Oh, the widget deal? The widget deal. That, that's what the Google one is. The Google widget. Oh. You just click on the camera and it just takes a picture. It just does it automatically. So you don't even have to go to the camera and then go to Google and then search it. You just yeah. take a picture and be like, hey, yeah. where can I buy this Rolling Sands fucking <laughs> air cleaner? Oh, Rolling Sands. <laughs> you know, but that, that's, that's where we're getting. No, it's, it's, it, this, is our, this is our master right here. You this, know. this this phone thing, man. I just saw I, I just saw a phone. I was I was contemplating because I want to get like a second like James Bond phone, and Linux. Do, are you familiar? Dude, I'm I'm into it. I want the simple phone. The Linux. The, have you seen the Linux? One? It doesn't have any fucking. It's like one app. Look, so the software exactly. The software is very limited. Yeah. And then it has a switch for your Wi-Fi that it disconnects the Wi-Fi. It, it doesn't turn it off. It disconnects it. It has one for your cell phone. It disconnects it. And it has one for your, your uh, fuck, I think your camera. And then to top it off, if you want, you could take the back off. You could actually take your battery out, which is awesome. Yeah. And you could take off the Wi-Fi chip and the cell chip off it. And the apps are very limited. There's no Facebook. There's no Google. There's nothing. Anything that shares, you can't download it. And it's only like seven ninety nine. It's eight hundred bucks, and it's super simple, secure, blah blah blah. And I'm talking about it. It has switches that disconnects the power from the Wi-Fi and and cellular. That's that's what I need, man. Yeah, yeah. At least as a second phone. It's the Linux something. Uh, starts with a P, I think. Trying to find my, my buddy actually just sent me this and I was looking through it. We were talking about Wim Hof and then he sends me this phone. He's like, You need this. The light phone. It's the, called the light phone? The beta light phone. It's kind of sexy too. It's like really simple, just like a little square box. Oh, like an iPhone's a square box, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this shit's scary, yeah. man. Well, dude, I got a theory. I'll i I'm just give it to you. This yeah, is my this is my theory real fast. Um and uh, this is this is a funny one, but um, <laughs> I mean the symbolism of of you know, call it alternate deities. Okay. Um, I mean, if you look on the back of your phone, the it's Adam just like, and Eve. It's just like a bite of an apple. Right. The Adam and Eve is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's literally the bite of an apple on the back of our phone. We're talking about like that's fucking what you, hilarious. What do you think? You know, like what's the what's the Antichrist? The Antichrist? Yeah. It's like it's not some dude's gonna come down and just be like. Fire and brimstone. It's like, no, the Antichrist is in your pocket, dude. It's right in your pocket yeah. this whole fucking time. Yeah, I mean, it's an alternative God. Yeah. It knows everything about you, everything you do. It keeps a record of it. Better record than we do. It doesn't even exist in time. Yeah. It's like a time that doesn't exist on your phone, actually, because it's all searchable. You know, it's already telling the future. It's, a, it's like all these different it's things. It's already predicting. It's already creating your character. Yeah. And it's got like your soul inside. Like, remember uh, the, the social dilemma? Yeah. You know how they were saying they make, make, makes an avatar of you yeah. and it puts stuff in front of the avatar and the avatar is like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like it has a copy of your soul. It has a copy of who you, it has a copy how of all your scary. data points. Like, did you watch, um, oh, what was that show, dude? Um, uh, the Cambridge Analytica this. documentary? No, but I was, I was just talking about this. Please continue. Okay. But I think I know what you're going to say. Well, it was the Cambridge Analytica documentary, and they talked about, you know, that Facebook, when they sold all the information to whether it be... Uh, when they were dealing with how to get 
certain people elected, they would take and they would get rid of all the people who they knew weren't going to be affected by it. Right. And then they all the or all the people who wouldn't for sure. These guys aren't voting for him. Yeah. Let's call him Trump, for instance. Okay. These guys aren't voting for Trump. Trump. Yeah. These guys aren't voting for Trump. These guys are for sure voting for Trump. Let's spend all our money in the middle. Right. Spend all our money on the undecided. So who are the undecided? Well, let's go ahead and figure out who those people are. So you take Facebook, for instance, you gather all that data, which is Cambridge, what Cambridge Analytica did. um, And they put together, I think it was like 100 different personality profiles. Right. So each of us who use Facebook or use Facebook or whatever, they we we were clumped into one of those hundred people data points. Right. And of that, call it the twenty percent that they focused on. And you don't know anything about who you are of those hundred right. different data points or where you've been organized into and what that means. We have no idea what None. any of that data means. None. Because well, on one side of it are psychopaths. Right. And on the other side of it are Mother Teresa's. Right. You know, and right. in the middle is all of us. The right. world's a big and, bell curve. And then on Facebook, I put, you know, uh, I like choppers and I like salads and burgers. And all yeah. of a sudden I'm in, I'm in the middle. I, yeah. fell in, I fell in that category. And what if they found out some super weird shit about your personality type that, yeah. wow, these people are probably most likely to rob a Del Taco. Right. Yeah. Like the, uh, what do you call it? Minority Report. Yeah. Where they start predicting fucking future crimes and, and they f- arrest you for crimes you haven't even done yet and you're like what dude of course that's <laughs> happening <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? of course that's happening i mean Th- that's just funny because i've always i've always given that as an example but the fact that you're saying of course that's happening it's like fuck it is happening in a sense well okay what would you do if you had all the data what would you do? What if you're on the other side of the? What if you're on the other side of the screen? Well, I can't. I, you know what? What would you do I'll, with the data? I'll, I'll be what honest. What would you do? I, I can't even comprehend what would I do with the with the data. Uh, is it data or data? Data, 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 data. <laughs> I think either way is good. Potato, I say potato. <laughs> what would you do with it? I don't know. Look, I, I know, I know that the CIA pays uh, Facebook fifty million dollars or something a year randomly. I don't hmm. know for what, you know, it's just like, here you go. Oh, what if they want information? What? The CIA? I don't yeah. know. No, I, do you I, think I, they want to control people? Do you think mm, they want to do that? I'm, I think they just want to find out what kind of parts you're building so they yeah. can build their own. Well, there you go. <laughs> motorcycles, for right. instance. So I have thought about it. And it's like, well, if you want to sell motorcycle parts to people or motorcycles, how do you do that? You know? Right. What if you wanted to find people who potentially would ride motorcycles? Right. People that don't. What do, what do those personality types look like? If you actually had that information, you might be able to find this vein of risk takers who are on the verge of purchasing or getting on a motorcycle. Right. And what are these? What do their personality types look like? And then, you know, you could go after them specifically and talk about, you know, what motorcycles do for you. And maybe it would press the right buttons for them so, so to make you, a purchase. So, so you would kind of do what's currently happening now. Yeah. Know, where it's just... Data to sell bikes, data to sell T-shirts, socks, whatever, artwork. I mean, I think that is what they're doing for the most part. Right. No, that's exactly what they're doing. You know, but I mean, if you talk to like Indian or, you know, are are they going like you would. Companies pay uh, other companies a lot of money to figure out who their customers are. Right. Right. And once you have that information, if you actually really had it, like everybody in America, like Facebook does, for instance, then you're able to plug that into a Facebook algorithm and pull out all those particular people that you want. Here's the data. Here's the data sets that I want to market to, you know, which you can do right now on Facebook, yeah. you know, somewhat. But if it was at a much broader scale, you know, then it kind of starts to then it starts to make sense about how you could change the tide. Right. 
what what I, I don't know if you would know this information or if it's your marketing department that knows this information, but your your clientele, like if you were to go into Facebook, a business manager, and you were like, all right, I'm looking for people who like leather jackets and bikes, sports cars. Like, who, how would you describe your 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 targeting? I mean, we do targeted stuff, you know, so we find people who, uh, you know, if you're in a, say, at a Harley Davidson ownership group or something like that, and we're going after selling particular parts, you know, for different motorcycles, like an R9T, BMW R9T owners group or something like that. That's cool, huh? Yeah. And we I can, like the build you guys did, too. Oh, the drag bike? Yeah. Yeah. That thing's fucking so loud. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, sorry, go ahead. No, that thing's radical. I, I get so distracted in your fucking office, bro. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The ADD in here is so contagious. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're targeting. So, so your targeting is based on the part that you're marketing. Everything, every, the approach is different. Right. Like, I actually kind of did like this whole like write up on this, like just for myself personally, because I was trying to understand it all. Right. You know, because obviously you want your marketing to be effective and you want to get your right product into the right hands. I don't want to like sell uh, Harley parts to guys who own Yamahas. That's, yeah. That doesn't work. Right. You know, if you're just generally casting that broad net. What about so, what about your like your clothing? Your clothing would be uh, Harley guys, Yamaha, Honda, or just how how do you target that? Cause clothing's pretty broad. Yeah, you know, and there's like, even people that don't ride fucking buying your gear. Yeah, I mean t-shirts and hoodies, and some people just want to look like a biker, so they buy a leather jacket. Yeah, and we do have customers like that, but I mean, I think we, I think we definitely cater to real motorcycle riders more than like say your typical Harley apparel customer. Right. You know, it's not like we're selling Harley T-shirts, just guys who want to look like they are bikers, um, predominantly. Well, right. But but I love the fucking functionality you offer. Like like this jacket I've had probably for seven years. I love the That's killer. simple fact that the zipper to close it goes downwards. That's fucking genius. I love the fact that you have a key ring holder inside of the pocket, you know, especially with the, I have a streak light and I have a BMW. They're fobs, you know, so it's just clip it on and done. Um, the functionality, the quality, the materials, I love that. There was at one point, Harley's doing good. They're, they're killing it. Harley's Harley, you know, but there was one point where I, I didn't want to buy none of the gear. You know, one, it had too much Harley Davidson all over the place. Dude, that's why I started building what we started building. For that exact same reason. I had a Harley jacket that I loved, but it had a huge Harley embroidery on the back. Yeah. And I bought it like just because I was going on a trip and I was like the Harley dealership was around the corner and I'm like, I need a jacket. I need a jacket. And I went and I'm like, oh, that thing's sick. You know, I saw the jacket. It's actually similar to the jacket that you have on. Yeah. The, my, my old jacket. It's out there. Um, but then I turn it around. And you're like, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm going to be the guy that fucking, you know, wears the concert t-shirt to the concert. Right. I'm just not that guy. Right. And, 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 and I'm not going to pay four or five hundred bucks to advertise your brand, you know, but we're kind of yeah. forced in that direction. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's, but but like certain functionality, like the, even the little pocket right here in the fucking, you know, forearm, top of forearm, just everything. The vents are in the right place. If you want to add the padding, you can add the padding. There's just a lot of shit that you did right that, you know, a lot of companies have done right. And I, I don't appreciate I, that. I don't, I don't I don't especially in the V twin world. Yeah. You know, because a lot of stuff is like either shitty leather, shitty zippers. Another one of my favorite jackets, Dean got me into this jacket, was um, Lost Worlds. You know mm -hmm. Lost Worlds? I know. In New York, they make horse hide jackets. And they're fucking... It, the only the sucky thing about this jacket, it takes like five years to break in. 
But other than that, I always had a problem with jackets <laughs> like that, dude. Because I like wearing different stuff. What's horse? Do you have any horse hide products? We don't. No, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't. Yeah. Actually, I think it's illegal in California too. Yeah, my wife would kill me if I made a horse jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your kids would be like, oh, daddy, daddy, <laughs> what happened to the pony? <laughs> but um, but but functionality wise, all your shit's on point. The boots, I just picked up the you know few uh, boots. Which model? I don't know what model this is. Oh yeah, and all weatherproof, yeah. fucking blah blah blah. I've had these for almost a year, eight months, nine months. Functional, everything's functional, and it fucking lasts. Uh, what's what? What's the secret? Uh, I mean, it's built by people who ride, you know, number one. I mean, our gear came from the perspective of you're going to ride a motorcycle in this, you know, and we I wanted know, to but, be but comfortable off. We wanted to be comfortable right away. Yeah. I've owned Vanson jackets, you know, I've owned jackets that take a long time to break in. And for me, I wanted to feel broken right when you put it on. I just wanted to like put the jacket on, go ride and love it. Yeah. And the material was really important too. I mean, the leather, yeah, big time. The, le- the leather quality and how long it's going to last, and because we want these jackets to last forever. That that is funny that you're talking about breaking in. Because when I got your jacket uh, many years back, it it felt like it, it was broken in already. The only thing that I was mad about it just looked new. I was like, "Fuck! I can't wait till like it kind of you know gets the crease." Gotta go sleep in it, dude. Yeah, and I did. And I did yeah. sleep on the couch in the garage a few times, and you know, just fucking. <laughs> I would throw it on the floor purposely, like, Argh. yeah, <laughs> just to get yeah. that waste. And now, now it's getting that look. And now I'm like, well, wait a minute, I should probably preserve it a little bit. You know, what's going on? What uh, what's going on with the future of Rolling Sands? What what? I mean, you've done so much crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, what what what's 2021 looking like? <laughs> That's, that's everybody's Nobody big question. Nobody fucking knows. What is 2021, Bro, man? Bro, what, what are the winning numbers for the lottery in May? Yeah. Um, no, but I, is there anything you guys are planning? That certainly. Yeah. I mean, for us, I wanna, I'm want to. i working on things that I know we can do. You know? So if... if like the, the Super Hooligan series, our flat track race series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on aligning that with um, with American Flat Track and with, uh, with Moto America. You know? So that I can work with... Um, organizations that are for sure going to be able to go racing and have television. Cause we, if we can't race like, you know, at the one show or at the handbuilt show or like what we normally do where we get in front of a lot of people, you know, and bring racing to the people, which has been what we wanted to do. Um, then at least we can get it in front of people's eyes, you know, online. So a similar thing with, we're working on, uh, another online bike build off. Oh, you're going to do an online bike build build off. Yeah. So we did the COVID so, bike build off and it would start out as a joke. And then next thing you know, we had 800 entries. Tell, tell me about that. I, I didn't follow that. I didn't see that one. What, how, yeah. how did that work out and, and what happened? You know, it was at the beginning of COVID when COVID first hit. So like March, April, May. And it was right when they closed the country down, basically. March. Yeah. And it was like a lot of people went home. Um, and in our minds, we're like, well, shit. Obviously, we want to try and sell some motorcycle parts and, you know, like keep people motivated. If people are going to be at home, you know, let's motivate them to do something. Let's motivate them to pull that project out. There's a lot of people that have motorcycle projects sitting in their garages. Well, let's give them a reason to to uh, to try and, try and finish the thing, you know, try and finish the bike, get them motivated, get them out in the garage. So people started pulling bikes out and building them. And then we gave That's them like, amazing. we started giving away prizes and we had a bunch of great sponsors that stepped up and gave a bunch of stuff away. So, um, you know, we ended up giving a guy like four grand, 
you know, just from spot. We, initially, it was like we we're just going to give two grand to somebody for building a bike, and then people kept calling us, wanting to be involved in it. Different different companies. And, and so. how, how did you? Um, they sent images and pictures, or they did videos, or it was live certain things. They would post stuff online, predominantly yep. on Instagram. Nice. And yeah. They, they would hashtag you guys and. Yep. They'd hashtag us. We hashtagged it coronavirus bike build off and. You know, we had like because you could do like a Zoom call, like all right, post your pictures as you're building, and yeah. on May second, we're all gonna jump in a Zoom call. Get your show girl, like you know, get your little model girl there. People could have their kids. Oh, I like it. I like and, that. And people will fucking watch that. And then this fucking Zoom call is brought to you by yeah, you know, yeah. I like that. You know, and then and then you get both the Instagram and whatever Facebook and the live Zoom stuff or whatever yeah you know, video conference bullshit that's out yeah yeah that'd be dope i like it i like it we were looking for a way to 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 expose it a little bit better in the end so i think that's cool the way something live yeah i think that's the way you get know. the builders to show their own stuff and then the the builders since they're going to be posting up they can start you know building an audience yeah and hey guys i need your support vote 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 and people get to follow that build for three months and like dude that's dope that's dope that's dope you, I mean, how many people got involved for the, for the first time you did it? Yeah, it was, I, we think we had almost 800 individual bikes. Jeez. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I mean, thousands and you were fucking, of girls. And you were fucking around. We were fucking around. I off. could just tell by your face when you said it right now. It was just like, <laughs> we were joking. Dude, we were. I mean, the, the video was, <laughs> right. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here at my desk. Uh, Joe, my media guy, was just like, had an iPhone and was filming me with an iPhone. Yeah. And my sister goes, they just closed the schools. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that means my kids aren't going to school right now. And that was like on camera, like for right. real, like of the moment. So, that yeah, I mean, that's, that's a bonus of social media, you know, get to capture stuff as it actually happens. And that was a, as real as it gets. That's as real as it gets. Yeah. But that's interesting. That's how it turns into shit. It reminds me of uh, Anchorman. When uh, when she was like, I told you I wanted to be a news anchor, and you're like, I, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> I, I even wrote it down in my diary. It's like Veronica said a very funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> Jesus, sorry oh, for all, all the time. ADD in this office. It's crazy, dude. It's like a casino. It's like oxygen and more. It's not even oxygen. It's like motorcycle exhaust and shit. You Fuck got it. you got the view. I forget. Like when I look behind me, how much stuff. Oh, is there's so much me. shit I want to. Like, what's this bike behind you right there? This one. Uh, that's a V5. Yeah, that's that's Kenny Roberts V5. So we built that with a MotoGP engine. Fucking a. In turn with or in uh, in alignment with Kenny Roberts back in 2010, I think. 2010. Is there a favorite? Yeah. Do you have a favorite? I know it's like, like people say you can't ask if you have a favorite kid, but we all have a favorite kid. <laughs> like this one's smarter. <laughs> this one's funnier. You know? Is there yeah. what 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 would be your top you know favorites? Like what which ones your okay. By brand, what's your favorite Harley? What's your favorite BMW? Oh can, shit! Can you do that, or will you get in trouble for man? Having a that's tough, brand? dude. No, I, I don't think I'll get in trouble. But um, I mean, BMW, I I do really like that original Concept Ninety, the orange bike. Yeah, you know, it just had it just had a lot of exposure, and it really like kind of put the the uh, a line. BMW got to draw a line in the sand and say we're a custom company now. And yeah. we helped them do that, which was kind of cool. I mean, to help a big brand like that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. And we got the co-brand a product line with them and like, you know, That's do a BMW X Roland Sands hard parts line. 
you know, that's, that's still working cool. for the R18. So yeah. I, I think that bike really did. It, that's one of my favorite bikes from like a, the project perspective. I got to work with my buddy Ola Stengard, you know, over in Europe. Uh, at the time he was with BMW, now he's with Indian. But um, no, I mean, I, I really enjoyed working with him a lot. Um, the V5 was at the time one of my for sure one of uh, i think it, it looks fucking mean that bike exposed us to the world prior to the bmw project because it was like we launched it at moto gp at laguna seca with with red bull you know and and i did a huge burnout on the side of the freaking media center really on, on that bike on that bike fuck i gotta check that out i, I, I would have for sure got canceled for, oh yeah yeah if they would have if i would have done that if they today, were woke then you know oh, i would have been, been like oh this guy man he smoked out the whole media ginger. center yeah now what the fuck is this problem jesus <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing now <laughs> but fuck we don't know what's gonna happen yeah 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 you can get a little clip of this and be like mm. Mm, nope not these guys <laughs> not these guys i heard you say gay earlier yeah yeah it's yeah gay I mean, sweater yeah oh, gay sweater a, dude come well, on gay in europe's happy or yeah. something it's not like you know like i like the word gay i mean sometimes i feel gay i'm like the world's happy, great yeah, yeah. Like, the world should be gay you yeah. know i mean we used to I call cigarettes used gay. to be called fags, fags. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Smoke a fag? Yeah. Hey, you have a fag? Yeah. It just depends on what, when you're saying it. What when, it? where, how, yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't care how anybody fucks. Yeah. I, I, like I, I have I, no I, concern. I don't, I, I don't give zero a fuck. concern. I don't give a fuck. No. Like they were. I, I don't. I don't. Anyways. I, I do have difficulty with somebody like pronouning me, and I've never been pronounced where somebody was like, "Hey, you need to call me this in particular." I've never, I've never that, even had it happen to me. Yeah, before. that that's. I don't know what I would do. I think I would just be okay. I just won't talk to you anymore. The, the, cool. What did they say? Like me and sixty-three you? different genders now, or something like that. Yeah, like pronouns or whatever it's fucking called. You know 63. what? I call just people like, "Hey, bro." Yeah. You know. What's up, bro? I mean, and if someone has a problem, I'll get an argument with my girl and on my wife. What are you I'll, doing, I'll, bro? I'll be like, bro. I say, serious? Dude, I say dude a lot. I call her dude. Yeah, dude. Like, she hates dude. that. Yeah, yeah. you should be like, dude, dude. <laughs> like, like, what the <laughs> fuck is your problem, baby? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Okay, so it's not just me. Like, legit. Like, like, bro, yeah. really? Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, my wife will complain because I'll call her dude, and then um, then she calls our kids dude. <laughs> She's like, dude. I'm like, that's a child. That's a little girl. Yeah, what you, the fuck's wrong with yeah, you? You're, you're going to fuck up her gender <laughs> fucking <laughs> senses and shit. She's sensitive to that. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, okay, a few more questions. Uh, you've done motorcycles. You've done the Super 73. The Super 73 was fucking dope. Like, what? how did, how did Thanks, that man. come along? You know, like, I decided... I had them on the podcast. That was, like, one of my top podcasts. Who'd you have? Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, fucking yeah. top, top podcast. I, I think that's still, like, my number... I, I think it's top two. Michael's, sure. Michael's a cool dude. Michael's fucking amazing. Did he talk about McDonald's? No, we talked about a lot of funny shit. We talked about Star Wars. We talked oh, it's episode Wars. six. You know, I'll check it you're, out. You're episode thirty six. What? Oh wow! So yeah, no, we talked about. But you'll like it a lot. It, it's fucking cool. Yeah, he's he only eats McDonald's. He only eats. He told me about the whole Disneyland. Like it, like as soon as it opens up, he's gonna take. I got it on the fucking podcast. He's like, bro, when I go to Disneyland, it's fucking different. <laughs> I got you. Like, especially Star Wars world, like forget about it. Like I run that shit. But That's he only sick. eats McDonald's? Yeah. Like what? Like chicken nuggets? Um I think he does nuggets and I think he does uh plain hamburgers. But only McDonald's? 
Like nothing else. I think he'll eat a plain hamburger, but I don't really like him. He doesn't want anything on his hamburger. Nothing. Like I, it's, a, it's a hamburger. I, I used I used to be like I I get that. He said he told me he had the pal he says, dude, I got the palate of a eight year old. Yeah. And it's just his palate never changed. I, I had that till I was twenty seven. Twenty seven, twenty eight. No greens, nothing from the sea, never had sushi. Like if I went to a sushi I would go to a sushi place and order a chicken teriyaki. Just chicken teriyaki and rice. Nothing else. Uh, I wasn't even eating burgers. I was literally eating like chicken sandwiches, no lettuce, wow. easy mayo, and and till I no eggs. I wouldn't eat eggs. I wouldn't eat shit like a fucking five year old, six year old. <laughs> like I would not eat shit. I was I was premature. I was born like at seven months and I was tiny. And my mom says like, I just got away with like, Ew, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I just I just got away with it. I yeah. ate a lot of chocolate, spaghetti, steak. <laughs> I'd go to Subway. The Sounds only- like you sound like Elf. Yeah. Elf, Will Ferrell and Elf. Oh, Elf. Remember when <laughs> yeah, you yeah. ate the spaghetti and yeah, yeah. like chocolate just and like that, that was me. syrup? And yeah. yeah. That, that was me. 100%. <laughs> Great fucking movie. And then, you know, then I started trying shit. Like, you know, I, I didn't like hamburger smell, but then I saw people seasoning hamburgers or using good barbecue sauce. And I was like, that looks kind of. Yeah. Then I started fucking eating anything. Yeah. But I didn't know that about Michael. That he only eats McDonald's. That's fucking crazy. Blew me away. I was like, I was really interested in talking to him about it just to know, you know, why. Yeah. Like, Dude, my palate never changed. Like, for some reason, his palate never changed. And his, it, he said that his parents would actually give him different food to eat. Yeah. And he, would, he just wouldn't eat it. Like, he would literally go to bed hungry. And, like, his parents punished him to try and get him to eat, and he just refused. And he was like, I, he's like, I don't even know why I did it. Yeah. I just, I didn't. No, I, 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 I get that part. I get that part because I would do the same thing. Like, my mom would make Cuban black beans, and, and they would fucking hold, my older brother would hold my arms back. They would force <laughs> beans. And, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm, 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 I'm like seven, eight years old. Yeah. Fighting a 13-year-old and my dad. And I'd spit it out, and I'd, I wouldn't eat any of it. And today, I don't eat beans. But again, at 27, it finally switched over. Like, he's... That's he's, a trip. He's right. He's fighting Star Wars, riding <laughs> electric bicycles, and fucking eating McDonald's. That's the dream, I guess. And he's in great Dude, shape. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, he doesn't look like he's in bad shape, but yeah, I mean, the Super Seventy Three thing, dude. That's was go back and we got off on mcdonald's yeah, but um, bro this is the randomest fucking <laughs> and this is the first time we met we're like what <laughs> i know dude um you know i mean i i talk about crazy stuff but um the um so the super, super 73 dude uh i mean that's that's been like such a cool project from the beginning you know just knowing for for people getting into riding motorcycles there's a lot of barriers for entry and right. with Super 73s, you don't have those barriers, meaning, like, you don't have to get a license. You know, you don't have to get insurance. You don't have to kickstart the thing. The thing doesn't have to, you don't have to start it. It doesn't have to put gas in it. You know, all you got to do is charge it, turn it on, and use your thumb, and you can just go. And it's just like, and they're slow enough where people can get on it and get a hang of it, and anyone can ride When Your grandma could jump on and ride it, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like, my neighbors, my my friends' wives, like, will jump on it and just they'll go ride around the neighborhood and have a super good time. Yeah. And you'd never put them, I wouldn't put them on a CR80, right. you know, and put them on a motocross bike. I wouldn't put them on a, a Harley. Even though we did it, we did it to our friends, we did it to ourselves. Yeah. Of like, which is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy, right? It's, I see what you're saying. It's so it's, it's such a cool way to get into two wheels and to get into a throttle yeah. and get into like a powered two wheel vehicle. And it, I mean, 
I, I love it because it's just like a gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway for two wheels. And for anyone who already rides, it's just like a cool addition to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm contemplating on getting one. I, I just, I just, a part of me is like, I got a Streak Glide, a 2020 Streak Glide, and a 2020 GSA. Like, do I really need a 2020 <laughs> Super 73? Yeah. For sure, dude. Especially the collab bike we did. That one's sick. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't do this to me, man. Yeah. That's like, the only problem with me doing these podcasts. I'm doing these podcasts because I want, I want to learn about people's brands. I want to learn about the entrepreneurship. I want to learn about a bunch of shit. Like, yeah. I ride because I love to fucking ride. Like, like I was just riding the other day. And, and the way that I feel, I feel like everywhere I ride to when I get to my destination, I feel like I'm jumping off a parachute. Like, like just fucking free, you know? Like, yesterday I had to pick up my truck. I got in my truck and I started driving and five minutes in, I hit traffic. I was so frustrated. I turned around. I said, fuck it. I'm just turning around, went back home and got a bike. I, I, I can't. I, I love bikes because I love bikes. But I want to focus more on, on brands and what people are doing and the races. I, I've never really followed the races. I've, 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 I rode on Laguna Seca yeah. when uh, I was at Harley Davidson in Monterey County. When they introduced the Buells, Eric Buell, we had the 1125. The 1125, was it? Can't remember. Anyways, they brought it out. and We were able to ride through there. So I've have a lot of riding experience, but I want I want to see like the, the the fucking history and the fucking you know the the building parts of it. Like that's that's what excites me. But doing this podcast and learning, I just end up spending so much money <laughs> buying like oh shit now I gotta get a super seventy three. Yeah, motorcycles. It's a it, it's never ending. It's an endless ladder for sure. Two wheels, man. Yeah. Like, you would think that like. If you have two or three bikes, you're good. And I was talking this, uh, it doesn't matter. I was talking to somebody else and I want to buy that bike. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's never going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always something you want. Yeah. We are human after all. But isn't that fucked up? Like, like I was, I was concluding to that, like companies and social media are made to separate you from your money. Like they're literally like, you know, you, I can pause it if you had a, Literally, um, you know, it's like they're made to separate you from your money. Like this is the newer ver like cell phones, like fucking, you know, they're, they're going to download the speeds or, you know, it's going to be slower. You have to get the new model because the camera's a little bit better yeah. and the, the screens, you, you can't tell. A little bit more horsepower. Yeah, it's a, a little bit. We could have done it four years ago, but we did it this year. Because so. we had to wait. Yeah. Wanna, you know, you got to have something new to talk about. Always. Isn't it new? I mean, humans are easily, we're easily fooled. By new, <laughs> it's this just like that's the new. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll end it with this, but I thought this was an interesting um, saying. Mm. It was like uh, back in the days when they introduced the cars, the rich people had cars and the poor people had horses. Nowadays, the poor people have cars and the rich people have horses. Yeah. <laughs> Roland, thank you so much, man. We've been doing this for uh, over an hour. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll do this yeah. again and. Uh, yeah. Until next time, dude. Appreciate you. Thank you. Right man. on. Appreciate you. Yep. Well, there you have it. The guy is legend. Um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. To all my followers and subscribers, thank you. Make sure to go to Instagram and like, 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 like. Make sure to share. And if you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Again, thank you to everybody. Uh, check out RideClean.co. Check out Roland Sands. And until next time. Ride safe, ride hard, and ride boundless.